Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Versus. My name is DeAndre Robinson. These are my friends. Say hello, friends. Uh, how's it going, everybody? My name is Evan. Uh, back again. Like I have a choice. I'm one quarter owner of the show. So. I'm Joe, 5'8". Probably still 5'8". I haven't measured myself recently. We'll see. What's CJ, a.k.a. Chocolate Fountain. <laughs> Welcome to Versus. This is a show of comedic debates. We'll be debating some of the most unlikely of topics. Uh, just like the three topics we have right now. And without further ado, here's topic number one. Topic number one is the best theme song of a TV show. And actually, CJ, you're first. All right, mine is Magnum P.I. It starts you up here and keeps you up there the whole time. It just hits. It hits. It keeps going all the way, dude. I decided I love it. You know, even though when I was younger, I didn't understand the show. So, like, after the theme song, I turned to something else. You know, but I was always there to watch the theme song, like, like every day. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> I don't know. It's just something about it. It's, just, it's fantastic and magical to me. And, you know, from my childhood to now. I just love it. All right, Joe, you're first. Okay, wait a minute now. You watched the theme song, but then you didn't understand the show. <laughs> you're telling me you didn't understand Magnum P.I. He's a guy in a Hawaiian shirt running after crooks and catching them, and there's a guy in a helicopter, I think, or something like that. That was too much yeah, for you? Yeah, and a guy in a helicopter. Yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, I'm, a, I, hey, I'm older than Evan, but I'm younger than you. So, like, yeah, I, yeah, I just do with a mustache. Yeah, yeah, it was just a do with a do with a mustache. You know, hanging out with a chicken candy. It's true. I forgot about you the know? the closet case mustache guy. Um, what yeah. you what you like about the song is the thing that drives me crazy about the song. Is first of all, it has no words, and it's basically. Damn it, Joe! You stole my talking point. It's basically like <laughs> the same. Point. It's the same sixteen bars. Mike, yeah. What Mike Post did is he went into a studio, he put it on a loop, and he said, how long do you want the song to be? He goes, okay, here you go. I'll take my money. That's it. I don't know. No imagination. I don't like it. All right, Evans, what are you? Um, well, to piggyback over what Joe said, it's not a theme song. It's a theme beat. Okay. Um, here's how I imagine this planning of the theme song. And most – theme songs in the 80s went because uh, i also checked out um hawaii five o's it was just here's how i thought everyone in the 80s did a theme song they go into a studio all right tom let me play you a little something on the guitar snort a line of coke fucking hammer the guitar did that sound good yep loop it all right we're good that's what i <laughs> it's it's not a it's not a theme song i'm sorry that was awesome it's a, it's a, it's an instrumental, and I'm sorry, but it is it, it, it seriously it, it sounds like if you were to start playing guitar, there are certain songs you play first. If you started messing around with like a synthesizer, that's one of the things you learn first is just simple, rudimentary, you know, sixteen bar loops. So it's it's not creative. Um, you could put that on any show from the '80s, and it sound like the actual theme song to any of the shows in the '80s. CJ, you didn't watch the show. You just watched the theme song. Uh, hey, this ain't the best. Hey, this is the best show. This is the best theme songs, bitch. That is true. You're, you're not wrong, but there you go. Theme yeah. songs, not theme instrumentals. 
right, uh, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna pick it back up with them with their teams. It, it, it's it's just a it's, it's a tough beat. I give that I give that a tough beat. However, it does remind you of like literally almost every '80s. Like Evan said, like almost every like you said you said you said back PI, but uh, Hawaii Five-0. Starsky and Hutch. Uh, uh, Starsky and Hutch. Um, the, what's the one when they when they was in uh, uh they was in um. Miami Vice, uh, Miami Vice, but California, and they, they got two tight uh, cops. Oh, chips, chips. Uh, and, <laughs> no, that's all suck. And Night Rider, like, like a really, a really, really tough ass beat, and and then that's it. Uh, so, so yeah, I, there's no way in hell, no, no, this, this not even nowhere near. <laughs> I, 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 even out of the four, I said it wasn't the best theme song because Night Rider beat is is iconic. Do 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 like. Uh, Joe, you're next with yours. I pick mine because I wager whoever's younger or older than me. Everybody knows the first two bars of this song, the piano. Sometimes you want to show where it's just okay to drink, <laughs> where you are allowed to drink, where there's like a, a blowhard mailman who knows everything but doesn't really, where there's sexual tension between the owner and the hot waitress. Then the hot waitress leaves and Kirstie Alley replaces her because Kirstie Alley had to do TV because she asked for too much money to do Star Trek Search for Spock, all those things. Sometimes I like that song because it's a, a scene setter and it goes along with the art at the beginning of the show, the, the drawn art, not animation, it's just art. It's Cheers, in case you don't know it, kids. And it's one of the greatest theme songs for one of the greatest comedies in television history. All right, Evan, so you. So, okay, so when I was doing my research for this, the only one I had to look up was Magnum P.I.'s because I can't for the life of me remember what it sounded like. No, just humor me on this. So the, the, the beginning beat of that is, is the one that goes, dun, da 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 dun, dun, eh, making a way in the world. Okay, that's the theme song. All right, I didn't, I didn't look up Cheers because I was like, I feel like I remember it. But... Um, this was, it was a good theme song. Um, it wasn't the greatest. Um, the show itself was great. Um, but I didn't watch it for the theme, for the theme song per se. Um, I watched it because like you said, it was one of the better comedy shows on TV at the time. Yeah. I didn't just watch the theme song and then turn to something else. (laughs) How I know it's, it's it's a fucking concept, right? Um, but anyways, um, I will say that that theme song does stick in your head after you watch it the first couple of times, but there are a lot of theme songs that um, stick in my head as well. Um, are, are iconic to me and cheers is cheers is up there. I put cheers in the top 10, but if we're talking about to the needy greedy of great TV show theme songs, I, I wouldn't put cheers in the top five. It's, it's, it's a tough toss up because cheers has an iconic theme song, but it, for me, it just doesn't crack that top five, let alone being my the best, in my opinion. So uh, I'm going to go, and uh, I'm, that, I'm one of those weird guys that did not think that Chairs was a good show. Uh, I like the two shows that, that Chairs made. Well, actually, it, it made – so it made Frasier. So, I mean, I mean everybody knows that Frasier was – um, spin off, uh, yeah. spin off of 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 chairs, and I love Frasier. People hate Frasier, uh, uh, but I love that kind of comedy. Uh, I actually the, didn't know it was a spin off. Yeah, really? Frasier was no. a spin off of, of of chairs. 
Um, and and I will, I am a big fan of of uh, Frazier, uh, shout out to Kelsey Grammer, who's actually beast in uh, X Men Three. We all know that. Uh, not everybody knew that. Okay. So now, I, so the, the one thing about this, so it is a, a good uh, theme song. I'm not saying that. It's, it's iconic. No, it's, it's, and I will say this though. The reason why I, I get so happy when like bartenders know my name now. It's because this show. I get happy. I get happy because because I, I didn't think because in Philly you, no bartenders really know your name unless, unless you really, really, really go yeah. like out here like, out here. Like, I'm a full blown alcoholic. Yeah. Success. So so that's my argument with this. That's not a, it's not a bad theme song. I just didn't like the show. Uh, CJ's on you. All right. Yeah. I, I like the show. No, and I like Frazier too. It's just. I don't know. The, sh- the theme song is, I like, oh, yeah, I love the theme song. It's fucking awesome. But it seemed to never match the show for me. I don't know. It just, yeah, it's just, you know, the theme song has this really, like, really old-timey feel, you know. Then you got these old-timey pictures and everything. Like, I go completely with the theme song. And then you do the show. Yeah, then the show comes on, and it's, like, a completely different timeline. Uh, um, um, that always kind of threw me. But, I don't know. Honestly, I don't really have much to say. All right, Evan, it's on you. Oh, so, uh, in in my experience of watching TV, there is a particular TV show that I am head over heels in love with. I've watched it through thousands of times. Um, DeAndre knows the show. Uh, it is Psych. Uh, it's a TV show that aired on the USA Network. Um, the theme song is called "I Know You Know." It's catchy. It's super addictive. It's actually written by the show's creator. Um, and it has words, CJ. Um, this oh, song, this no, theme I've song, heard the song. It don't mean shit. Don't mean shit. I, it, it brings back a lot of good memories because I spent a lot of my, my teenage years watching that show. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's a buddy cop thing. And, you know, it's a, it's a, all of a sudden the, the TV show episode will start out with like, oh, it's a murder. And then all of a sudden drums hit and I was like, I know, you know, that I'm not telling Yeah, it's, it's just a good time in, in like a little 45 second snippet. And what better is this song created for a show by the actual creator? So. All right, I'm going to go first. Um, Don't like you that. dare slander it. <laughs> uh, Evan knows that I like this show. Actually, it's one of my top, one of top five, top 10 favorite shows of all time. Uh, Psych is a fantastic show, and shout out because Psych, Psych the movie two is coming out in, in, in about a week or two. So everybody, Lassie comes home. Yeah, uh, July fifteenth on Peacock. Uh, so. so, so I will be watching that. Um, yeah, absolutely, yes, right, yeah. Yeah, hell yeah. The and only, you know what? This theme song is going to be on it. It will. Uh, oh, of course it will. Uh, there's not a lot I can say that like that, that will slander this 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 theme song. Uh, it is catchy. It is upbeat. Um, however, the one thing I will say, and, and this is the only thing I have, is that if you ever watch the show, normally a theme song comes like in the beginning, in the beginning, or like maybe like two, three, four minutes into it. You got to wait literally maybe 10, 15 minutes to get to a theme song. It's so fucking weird to me that you got to wait 10 to 15 minutes to, 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 to hear the theme song. It's a uh, sitcom thing, though. I think a lot of newer sitcoms have a little bit of intro before the name, theme song. Name another one. Friends. You said for one. One you said, children. One you said one. You said newer. 
Two, no, they don't. Because Married Children and Friends, literally, it takes about two minutes, and then, then, then their theme songs come well, what I, I literally just said, there's a little bit of intro and then the theme song. That's exactly not, what I said. About 15 minutes, though. Mm. Eh, I, can, I can't find a single episode that's 15 minutes in. That's half, half the, that's a third of the run of the show. My point exactly. It takes so long to get to the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, uh, CJ's on you. Oh yeah, fuck no. Yeah no, yeah I, this you know this sounds like some fucking Beach Boys bullshit. Like, no, no, when I first no, no, I actually watched the show. I tried to get into it. You know, it was it was kind of fun and everything, but like I just couldn't really get into it. To, like continue watching it. But okay, if I hadn't watched the show and I just listened to the theme song, I think it was a kid show. You know, like you know, throw somewhere in between, you know, fucking Barney and SpongeBob. You know, it, you know, it, I know they're trying to be clever and everything with the whole psych thing, but it's not really that clever. Wow. You know, I yeah, I just didn't think it. Was, yeah, I didn't think it was all that. It's more goofy to me than. Says a guy who picked a theme song with no lyrics. Uh, Joe's on you. So I don't know if I ever watched this show or not. This is the one with Nathan Fillion, right? No, no, <laughs> that's uh, that, that's so. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, that's Castle. Actually, the, yeah. Well, Nate, isn't Nathan yeah, Fillion no, also in Firefly? Yes, yeah. that's the same guy. Yeah. That's the Serenity. Greatest, the greatest one season show of all time. I, yeah. I was kidding. Firefly's the show, Serenity's the movie. I wanted right. to see if I could get a rise out of Evan by confusing his favorite show with some retread detective. Hey, thing. I like Nathan Fillion, though. I do. Um, hey, Nathan Fillion's a shit. Have you seen him on the Ricky? I was I was gonna say I've never watched Psyched, but now Psych, but now I think I may actually have because if you have to go like ten minutes before the cold op with a cold open before the theme song, then I might have seen it, but I don't think I have. Mm-hmm. Um, I never watched Psych. I waited till it was over so I could see Burn Notice. Don't judge me. I picked uh, yeah. I listened to that theme song and uh, I feel like if it was sandwiched in between like a like a Herrick. Harry Connick and maybe like a Christina Aguilera on the radio, I would forget all three of them equally. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. Shots fired. Shots fired. <laughs> so uh, I'm going to go now, right? And uh, I'm this part where I do the honorable mentions for me. So a couple honorable mentions, right? I'm a big fan of the Big Bang Theories uh, uh, intro. Um, oh, really, why not think of that one? Uh, also, Leonard Percy. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a good one. Uh, also, going back to my my one of my previous answers on a different topic, uh, the first <laughs> the first season of the Power Rangers. <laughs> uh, no, no, I I go lie. I love I love the first season of Power Rangers theme yeah, song. Yeah, the first, <laughs> that shit was fucking fire, bro. <laughs> it, it was. When were you younger? <laughs> all right. Yeah, no, no, no. Especially you no, know, you we watch it with it, dude, mm-hmm. and then fucking hit that pose right on beat. Bah! <laughs> I'm sorry, uh, that's for, too much. <laughs> that's too much. For, for the comedic, uh, for, the com- for the comedy, um, like, what w- w- would this, w- when would Married with Children? The <laughs> Married Children. Uh, and Married. Married with Children. Uh, and Married. <laughs> uh, so, even, so, so I'm going to pick up what teacher did too. Even though Martin had, like, literally just one word of the whole, of the whole thing. Martin! Martin, <laughs> Martin had one, and then the last I mentioned is which I love. And if I didn't pick my my original pick, this was my pick. Uh, it would have been Family Matters. Family Matters theme song. Oh yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Um, however, the best theme song <laughs> is the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. 
<laughs> the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air is the best theme song, period. Listen, literally, if, listen, from, if you're the ages of between 45 and I want to say maybe 21, 20, you know this song. Uh, Will Smith wrote it. He uh, he rapped it. Uh, the the theme, the, uh, the 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 visual were great. It, it went with it went with the show. It went with the song. Um, it, it painted a story about, about about why he went to Bel Air. Uh, it, it gave you a prefix of why he went to Bel Air. Um, I also think you're a little bit biased because he's from West Philadelphia, born and raised. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes in the playground we spend most of the days, but it's it's not by. It's a really, really good theme song. All right. With that being said, CJ, you're first. Yeah. All right. I love this song. <laughs> I love this song. You know, yeah. It's, it's really a big fun, really catchy. But I honestly don't think it should be on this list because it's definitely not the best theme song. Uh, you know, because thing is, all right. Yeah. If it's supposed to be the best theme song there is, then how come they cut half of it out? Because you can't have a four-minute theme song. That's it, dude. This theme song is not that long. It is the whole theme song is less than two minutes. The original song. They cut two They cut two verses out years ago. They cut out seconds. No, no, no. I go. I I just watched it again just to make sure I do. I was talking about. Yeah, it's seconds they cut out. Second, not minutes. Seconds. They cut out two. They cut two verses. you know. So like, how's it? Yeah, I'm saying, how's it the best these are when they cut half of it? Like, eh, fuck this shit. We we taking this whole part out and we gonna never air it again. No, yeah, no, there's no way that makes the best these song. Bro. Just All saying, right. Joe's on you. I have nothing against it. It's a good scene setter. Tells a story. Um, it is the only theme song I know of that got a school locked down, though. <laughs> Apparently, there was a school in PA somewhere. Where a kid had a, a Fresh Prince, uh, Fresh Prince themed voicemail message, and somebody from the school heard shooting some uh, people <laughs> instead of shooting some b-ball. Oh, and the school oh, got locked oh, down. Shit. Shooting some people outside of the school. Yeah. Uh, so actually, that works in this country, though. Karen's, so, Karen's everywhere. So you know, it's nothing against the song, but I don't know. There you go. I like the song. Yeah. What can I tell you? Yeah. Shortcuts to attitudes unite. All right, Evans on you. Um, DeAndre, I'm going to give you the unofficial official, Evan. Uh, this was a pretty good answer award. Um, not the greatest, but I'd say it's second. Um, let me let me just let me just shout out to Will Smith, uh, not only for being an upstanding man and father but for being one of the best movie and television theme song creating people in history, love it or hate it, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air song, Wild Wild West, mm -hmm. uh, Men in Black. So Will, Will Smith is just a creative genius. Will Smith needs to be at the forefront of the television jingle establishment society of America uh, <laughs> and create 90% of the television theme songs for the rest of time because he makes better theme songs than big corporations do. Um, he could probably change up the uh, In the Arms of the Angel song that the uh, animal that annoying ass fucking song. Yeah, and probably make it a banger. <laughs> People right. donate money when they feel good. Look at churches. Oh, you know what I realized too when you said that? Because that song literally reminded me of so my, my mom, it's my, it's my mom's favorite one of my, my favorite shows. Walker, Texas Ranger. That that that. Um, and, and 
and I'm not a big country song, country fan, but it, it, it's, not, it's not a bad theme song. It, it really, it really is not. No, no, it's not. Uh, I do want to give a couple of honorable mentions. Um, even though people don't like the show, no, Friends no. is a fantastic theme song. DeAndre, um, let me give a shout out to the two greatest no words theme songs of all time: the Game of Thrones theme song and the Law and Order theme song. Yeah, I will give I you. Was thinking about both of those. Oh, oh, oh. I was thinking about both of those. I'll give you Law and Order, but I didn't think the Game of Thrones theme song. Was oh my god, it is so addicting. Oh lord, I don't think I don't think that's that good only because only because I don't know it, it's it's fucking it's fucking annoying to me. I, I, the the show is the show is fantastic outside of certain parts of season eight. Uh, show fantastic. Uh, the theme song was not that good. That the, theme song so, gave dude every time that theme song came on, I got goosebumps. I was like, mm, it's on. But anyways, um, and then here's me showing my age card. Um, all that. One of the dopest fucking like right. sketch comedy theme shows. Original? Keenan and Kel. Keenan and Kel was yeah. great. And then yeah, the uh, original, the original, all of that, or the, or the new Shout one. out, and, and then here's the real young and me uh, coming out. Shout out to the Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron. That being said. So question number two is the best picnic slash barbecue side dish. And first person first is CJ. My, well, one of my favorite picnic side dishes is pork and beans with bacon and simonin. Simonin? Yeah, it's simonin. <laughs> Welcome yeah. to the stage. Synonym. <laughs> All right. I, I might eat it. All right. Uh, yeah, it is, oh, it is, it is, oh, if you do it properly, it is fucking delicious. Uh, a lot of people mess it up by throwing the bacon in and, all, and everything all together. No, because then like, the bacon doesn't cook right and it's chewy and it's gross. No, nope. You got to render down the bacon. Render it down. Then put, you know, then put the bacon in with the little, little bit of bacon grease and add a simmer in there. Get it mixed up. Start, a, start a simmering. Get all the, all the got aroma going all up in your house. Yeah, oh, boy. It's amazing before you even start eating it. CJ but needs to change delicious. his underwear. Right? He, he basically had an orgasm. Jesus. He's over there. Ugh. 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 beans. Hey, and bacon, bitch. Yeah, right. bacon was hard. Okay, with that being Joe, you're first. Um, I cannot reveal why I cannot say anything bad about this. <laughs> but I will say... That the answer will become apparent in time. Uh, I, I, I cede the rest of my time to the senator from Pennsylvania. <laughs> I respect it. I, I respect yeah, it. I, yeah, I like how you did that there. All right, uh, I, I'm gonna go. And um, so I, I, I like I like beans. Pork, pork and, so I like certain kind of beans, pork and beans, or some other kind of beans. Um, I am actually so I used to lie to people because I hate llama beans. I used to lie to people and say I was allergic because I didn't want to eat them. My mom used to make it's like we was poor, so we had to, we could afford these nasty ass llama beans. And I used to like lie and say that like I was allergic because it was just, used to be disgusting. Maybe you want to puke and everything. Oh, the smell of my mom's llama beans was still to this day with me gag. Um, however, just like I said about Joe's 
uh, food last week. Beans make you Kamehameha shit. They, they do. They make you. They make you go. Beans, beans, <laughs> beans make you go. All right. Uh, and and if you're at a barbecue or a picnic, especially at a picnic, and you're in the middle of a damn park and you can't get to a place at a certain time, uh, <laughs> it might be <laughs> it might be a little bit dangerous for you. That's my only bad thing about this this pick is because that it'll make you it it it'll, it'll make you go. That's my pick. Evan, it's on you. Um, if I had to go with anything bean related, uh. Like baked style beans ish are not my favorite kind of beans. I prefer refried, um, just because tacos and burritos personally. But um, I, I do agree with DeAndre. They they make you either gassy. They're not called the magical fruit for nothing. <clears throat> for nothing. But to kind of dis- dismantle DeAndre's argument, um, you live in Portland, so well, you live in you live in Wood Village, which is a suburb of Portland. If you, and you work in Portland, so if you're at a park, one of the nicer parks in Portland. Uh, and you got to take a boo boo. Chances are there's some sort of construction around. You can find a porta john. Okay, <laughs> hey, it it fuck it, it works. No, it's it fucked works. up, but he's right. Um, but anyways, year round construction. <laughs> in terms in terms of that, um, CJ, I don't believe pork and bacon and cinnamon and beans is the right choice for a, for a side dish. If you're including things that could be in an actual meal, pork and bacon. In your beans, you're just making a meal. Like CJ came to the potluck with a full tub of pork and beans. It was like, I brought a side, and somebody load up their bowl with only pork and beans and just ate off that. It's not a side. A, a side has to be simple, elegant, pork, beans, bacon, and cinnamon in. If there's more than two ingredients in your side, it's not a side. I 100% disagree. Yeah, Thanksgiving. I, I, I 100% disagree. Pork, nope. pork and beans is yeah, I know, for real. definitely a side. Nope. Definitely. Uh, uh, that, I, I, I and it's a delicious one. Mine is, mine is brown, brown sugar baked beans. So it is baked <laughs> beans, but it's different. First it of is. all, it is. First of all, to speak to the argument about your gastrointestinal issues, <laughs> these are people who aren't making the beans the right way. I'm talking about starting from scratch. I do a mix of Great Northern and Navy beans, not the goopy shit in the can, because that stuff's full of sodium and a bunch of other crap. You put them in a Dutch oven in water overnight. You drain them. You bring them to boil. You simmer them for like an hour. And then you're doing your own sauce. It's ketchup, molasses, Dijon, salt, pepper, and brown sugar. And you let that go for a while. And the beauty of it is you need a grill with a side burner because you can just sit those things on there and people can eat them all day. Everybody goes, oh, no, I don't like beans. Guess what? At the end of the picnic, they're all gone. All right, uh, uh, Evans, on you. This is what a side looks like, CJ. Two ingredients, brown sugar, baked beans. Boom, done. Apparently, um, you weren't listening. Yeah, I, and I clocked like five other ingredients in there. Yeah, it's okay. But, um, no, in, in all reality, um, <laughs> the brown sugar baked beans work better for me than I think the, uh, the cinnamon and bacon beans. Um, just because I'm a big fan of brown sugar. I think brown sugar is a key uh, ingredient to a lot of different dishes. Uh, they are different dishes. You are absolutely right. But at the same time, the key ingredient is baked beans. Um, whether you start from scratch like Joe does or whether you probably just buy them in a can and cook them like CJ does because CJ, he don't like to work too hard. 
Nope. <laughs> um, they're good nonetheless. Um, like I said, I prefer refried beans, but I can't just bring refried beans to the barbecue. Hey, you can, but you get laughed at. Definitely don't want to be laughed at. Uh, so, so I will go. Uh, one, I, again, I wanted to say that you two are the laziest bastards alive because this is literally the same shit. Uh, this, is, <laughs> this is literally the same goddamn thing. I don't give a damn. Nobody say it's literally you mixing maybe one or two. You, you, you are switching one or two of the ingredients, and it's literally the same damn thing. All right? You cannot taste the difference. One is, one is just sweeter. I'm not sure that why I'm not sure why that makes us lazy. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's not even close. Not even. Tell y'all want to change right. that damn. We got damn answer. That's what makes you lazy. So anyway, it's literally the same thing except for it's the two different like two different ingredients that's that's that's, that's, that's different. Uh, however, Joe, you said that uh, it being make you like fart and poop, uh, you're not cooking it right. But then you said you put molasses in it. All right, molasses literally is help, help with constipation. It helps you poop. I again, really? I can't. I can't vouch for your system. <laughs> yeah, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. It, it, it helps you. It helps you poop. That's what, that's what I'm saying. All right, CJ is on you. Yeah. I don't like baked beans. You know when someone else makes them, I'm not doing it. That's too much fucking work. Yeah, like yeah, like ever said, I'm, I'm lazy as shit. No, I'm not doing it. <laughs> it's not happening, but yeah, I don't know. There's not really much I can say bad about this. I, yeah, I love brown sugar. I love sweet, and I love the mains. You thing, but just, the exact dude, that's thing. too much. Dude, no, that's too much fucking work to put into. No, put into a side dish. That I'm giving other people. No, uh, if I'm putting that much work into it, it's something I'm, I'm making for myself. No, it's staying home. I'm not taking that to a fucking picnic or anywhere else. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, I'm lazy. I'm, I'm not. I'm not I, I don't like anybody that much. Put that much work into it. Just saying. All right, uh, I'm gonna go with my pick: baked mac and cheese. Uh, certain. I mean, let me let me rephrase that. Certain people's baked mac and cheese. <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta make sure that. I was gonna get you on that one. I was gonna certain, get you on that one, player. Certain people's baked mac and cheese. Now, I was. I don't remember to tell the story in here, but I'm gonna say the story again. Uh, a coworker of mine. Uh, made potato salad, and I always do this test with potato salad and mac and cheese. So, so uh, she made this potato salad, and she put it in the container for me. And I always put it upside down to make sure it doesn't move so, too fast. <laughs> uh, and then put, they, they put it back. And then she asked me, she asked me, why do you do that? I said because because some people make these watery soup that they call potato salad or this watery soup they call Big Mac and cheese and it's fucking disgusting. So again, so again, certain people's Big Mac and cheese and quite frankly, Big Mamas. Uh, if you got a Big Mama in your life, a, a, a black grandma in your life, uh, yeah, her Big Mac and cheese because that shit will be fire. I don't know what, they, what kind of love and affection they put in their Big Mac and cheese, but this shit is Delicious. I'm not, I'm not talking about crap. I'm not talking about shells. I'm talking about shit you actually cook from home and scratch. Them spirally noodles. Yeah. Use, use, four, use four different cheeses. Uh, put it in the, in the oven for, on 375 for maybe an hour or two. And this shit is amazing. Mm -hmm. All right. With that being said, uh, CJ, you first. All right. 
Yeah, this is a dish that I can't eat from just anybody. So I'm very wary about it when I come to a picnic. Because, like you said, like you said, dude, fucking like I've had, you know, I've had many horrible, horrible batches. You know, sometimes, sometimes like try to pull it out and the cheese is all chalky, or sometimes it's all, you know, it's just like not gelled. It's like all jelly and not gelled right, and like it just leaves grease rolling all over the plate and shit. No, it's just so bad. Ooh, I. I've even had one batch where the noodles were so hard. Oh, is no, I, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I kind of like veer, like you know, I'll get like maybe a cup, a little bit of it real quick, you know, just to try it. But usually, I don't eat, you know, picking the mac and cheese. It's just I'm gonna burn too many times. I can't, I can't do it. All right, Joe. You know, oh, is this with the breadcrumbs on top or no? No. You don't do that? Okay. No, no way. Is this with Velveeta? No. 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 Just okay. Okay. My experience with this is when I was uh, in high school back in Ohio, I went to a picnic, one of my friends, uh, and his mom made some of this, and it was really outstanding. And I ate most of it, and I never got to the burgers. So <laughs> all I can say is that if it's too good, it's not good. <laughs> if it's too good for you, it's bad for you. I, I, listen, I, I can understand that concept. I'm not going to lie to you. All right, Evan's on you. Um, shout out to Joe, though, for bringing up the mac and cheese that has the breadcrumbs on top of it. I do like that. Um, I am a huge fan of mac and cheese. Hey, shut the fuck up, Dre. It's my turn. I'm a huge fan of I'm a huge, <laughs> I'm a huge fan of mac and cheese. Dre is absolutely right. So people will fuck this shit up. Um, I like I love restaurant mac and cheese. There are some restaurants that make mac and cheese good as shit. Uh, Roadhouse's mac and cheese is fucking phenomenal. Uh, but with that being said, uh, Dre, Dre, like I said, you're 100 correct. Uh, people can fuck this up. Um, out of the choices named so far, other than mine, I would pick yours. Um, Cause I can fucking get down on some mac and cheese, um, but I'll eat. It's just like with me and steak. I'll eat any kind of mac and cheese, even if it's bad. I'll suffer and eat it. I don't give a shit. It's good. No way to hell. Oh yeah, you oh, can't be picky, uh, man. Beggars, beggars can't be choosers, my friend. I'm hungry. Right. I need it in my belly. Hmm. That's why I'm two ninety seven, Dre. Uh, so listen, I, I'm sorry for you, but listen, if, if you give me macaroni soup, I'm not eating that at all. No, no way to hell. I'll use a slotted spoon. Oh, that's that's disgusting. <laughs> Uh, All right, Evan, so you. Um, okay, so story time for me. Uh, my choice, I did not have for the first time until I was like 12 years old. Um, I was fortunate enough. Uh, my best friend's name was Kyle. Uh, he is a black man. He has a huge extended black family. I went over to his grandma's house one year for Christmas. She had all this food out there. And I tried what I believe is God's gift to the earth in cornbread. Cornbread to me is one of the best side dishes that I can put with damn near anything. Um, honey cornbread, regular cornbread. It don't fucking matter. Cornbread muffins. I don't give a shit. You put some cornbread in front of me, you get one piece out of that bitch. I'm eating the rest. And I will fight you. I don't give a shit. Cornbread <laughs> is so good. Um, cornbread and mac and cheese. I'll eat both of those. And boom. Just have a fucking meal. Um, you know, and there like 
I, I don't know how I didn't know anybody beforehand who ate cornbread. Like, what the fuck? Where was this shit hiding my, the whole time? It's good. Well, I have a box fucking in, in the fucking kitchen right now for Alexis to cook later because she loves fucking bacon shit. And she makes good fucking cornbread. So, cornbread, that's my pick. Sticking to it. All right. Uh, I'm going to go first. Um, I fucking love cornbread. Oh, uh, so good. Uh, um, uh, just something called hot water cornbread. I mean, uh, uh, oh, yeah. uh, like a down south, a down south uh, recipe. This shit is fucking amazing. Uh, I love cornbread. Um, but my my argument is literally the same argument I have with with mac and cheese. Some people can fuck it up. Some people can. Fuck I have had up. bad cornbread. Oh my goodness! Listen, state people. Listen, listen. I, I, normally, I, I don't tell people to go to the box like, but listen, just go to the box cornbread if you can't if you can't make it from scratch. Try to stay away from people that say they can make cornbread from scratch because nine times out of ten, <laughs> fuck it up and it's going to be so fucking bad. Oh my goodness! Do not stay away from people that that claim they can do it from scratch. Listen, take a small piece and that small piece make you want a gag. Do not eat that fucking cornbread. You might die. <laughs> Listen, so stick stick to the box. The box was like what ninety seven cent or a dollar, some shit like that. Uh, and and stick to the box and make 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 it from the box because if you if, if you fuck it up, then you will fuck up cornbread for people. And cornbread is an absolute delight. Oh, what one more quick thing? Uh, uh, shout out to one of my former coworkers, Marianne Foster. She introduced me to this dude named Tony Winters at her company. Tony Winters introduced me to Dave's Killer Bread Cornbread. Oh, that shit is good. All right, but hey, I just want to point that out. I'm thankful for the people around me introducing good fucking food to me. TJ's on you. All right. Yeah. I, I, at this point, I should probably like let you know that fucking I don't like picnic side dishes. Wait, hey, no, this yeah, that's no, that's why because I judge that shit, you know, and then I judge you for making it. Well, you know, there's too many variables. People fuck shit up way too often. You know, I usually stick to my my ribs, my burgers, my steaks. You know, and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll tr- don't get me wrong. I'll try most of shit unless I look at if I look at it. I'm like, no, yeah, you know, yeah. Then you fucked up along along the line somewhere. You, know, you, you look you know, look at me. You can tell I fucking eat. You know, so yeah, if I look at your dish and like I'm not even gonna taste it, then yeah, you fucked up along the line somewhere. You know, anyway, back to cornbread. Absolutely love cornbread. Cornbread's shit. Where's the shit? Pitting the cornbread on the hand, not so much. You know, I'm not in. I'm not in the corn. I'm not in the cold cornbread. You know, you know I like. You know, it's got to be like I like a warm. I like a warm and soft and buttery. And you know, you can't really do that when it. You know, after it's fucking like, you know, after it's been fucking sitting out for an all day and shit. And then you got these motherfuckers that bring out that fucking dry ass fucking nasty yeah. ass fucking cornbread. Fuck yeah, uh, you know, you mean cornbread yeah, crackers? For real. You break yeah. that shit apart, oh, yeah. it falls apart in your hand. Yeah. No, no, yo. If I cut a piece of cornbread out, you know, yeah. If I pick, if I pick it up and it just fucking falls apart, no. You get the fuck out of here with that bullshit. Right. <laughs> no. Good. I'm just saying, dude. Oh, people fuck up cornbread. People fuck up cornbread. Yeah, I hate true. it. All right. Uh, <laughs> uh, Joe's on you. I'm glad to hear some of the other answers. Uh, some of you come from um, ethnical backgrounds where more care is put into the creation of the cornbread. 
Mm-hmm. I am consistently receiving the cornbread that is in the bottom third there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he got the low tier cornbread. <laughs> most times I've had it. Um, like somebody went and bought it from the health food store. Like don't don't order your salad oh, no. when you're at the steakhouse, and don't buy your cornbread from the same place you get your bean sprouts and your tofu and all that stuff. Come on. <laughs> that's just wrong. Plus, plus it makes me poop. So I'll say that. <laughs> I don't want to punch somebody. I'm sorry. <laughs> so I would, I would like to say this, though. So we got beans, we got mac and cheese, and we got cornbread, which is fantastic. We just made a whole fucking meal. Yeah, we, we got fantastic uh, side dishes for barbecues and picnics and Thanksgiving, really. Uh, but I'm anytime. I, I'm the weird person that loves to put the big mac and cheese and the big beans together and eat it that way. That shit is fucking good. Big, listen. If you ever get to, you ever go to Thanksgiving and you have the beans in a in a big mac and cheese, uh, try just try a little bit. Try try a little bit of, of, of that together. That shit is. Fucking <laughs> yeah, but but ha, but have you ever put have you ever put macaroni and cheese, corn, and green beans together? Yes. Casserole? Yeah. 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 yeah no, 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 but but don't bake. I just eat it like straight there. I don't do the extra step, but it's literally just casserole. I mean, ah, yeah. it's just good. Question number three is the most perfect album. So a perfect album for anyone who doesn't kind of understand the concept is it's an album you can listen to from front to back without skipping. Uh, for example, this is one of the choices, but like when, when uh, To Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar came out, I put that shit on on a Bluetooth speaker when I worked at Arby's and I ran through the entire album without skipping and I was just in a fucking trance. That's not my choice, but that's a definition of what one could describe as a perfect album. So it'll be interesting to see what people have to say to this topic. I think this will be the most discussed topic of the entire show because music is a widely expansive universe. Um, and it'll be good to hear what people have to say. With that being said, Evan, you're first. Uh, so... Uh, mine is a newer band, obviously, um, me being the young kid of the group, uh, since DeAndre changed his answer, we'll get into that later. Um, mine was Death of a Bachelor by Panic at the Disco. So uh, for those who don't know who Panic at the Disco is, they were the ones that wrote the song I Write Says Not Tragedy, you know, with the bridesmaid as a whore and shit like that. Um, but this album, so I told a story a couple episodes ago about how I managed to get Alexis to a concert for her favorite band without her knowing this was the concert that it was. I had never heard this album until I heard that concert and that made me download the album. And I've been able to listen to that album front to back, no stopping uh, hundreds of times ever since. Um, It's got two very popular songs in uh, one of them is victorious, which is a popular song at the end of, newer TV shows. It has uh, Emperor's New Clothes. It, it's got so many. It's got Hollow. It's just, if you haven't listened to the album, I'd, I'd seriously go give it a chance to listen to it. It's it's a lot of fun. It's high energy. It's upbeat. So, it's, yeah, that's my that's my thing. All right. Um, I'm going to go first. Um, I didn't like the album. 
I understand. Uh, I didn't. It's it, it not because not I don't like uh, uh, rock music. I mean, I love rock music. Uh, I like all music. Yeah, you thought Nirvana was a metal band. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, <laughs> uh, You're not living uh, that down anytime soon. Um, however, I didn't like it. I, I liked the album. Uh, the, I will say that I did like one song. That one song, uh, Crazy Equals uh Crazy good or crazy? Good. Yeah, crazy equals genius. Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. I, I love that fucking song. I, don't know, I mean, the first time hearing it was because you said this is your pick, and uh, I went down. I said I actually actually kept that on my on my uh, playlist. I like I like that song. Um, I'm not gonna lie. Uh, I might not be a panic of a disco fan. Uh, Which and and they are they are an extremely acquired taste. They come out of the emo like the uh, the whole emo scene. Um, is where they really started. So I get that, you know, people are going to may not necessarily have heard about it or, or just listen to them as much as some of these other albums are great albbums on here. Um, well, 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 here's the thing too. So let me read that. I know I said I might not be a fan, but I think I, w- I wasn't a fan of this album because I actually, so, so I wanted to give their other albums a chance and uh, uh, the fever you can, you can, you can, you can sweat out. Good album. I think Regal out. I thought was was better actually, uh, and that that's because it has one of the most popular songs, which is um, "I Write Sins." I write sins, not tragedies. Yeah, I write sins, not tragedies. Mm-hmm. Um, so I mean, we're wrong. It's, I, I'm thinking it's like a, a terrible album. I just I, I personally didn't like. It. Oh, I get it. Uh, Joe's on you. Oh man, you know what? I, I'm predisposed not to like this because for a while there there was that one arcade fire album that i think was the only cd my kids owned for a while and every time we were in the car that was that but just i don't know i mean the title track is kind of a like a it's like a kind of frank sinatra moment i did not dislike that one but um i don't know i think if you're talking greatest album ever you got to have something with wide appeal and I think you went a little too niche. Uh, just, you know, when I say panic, you say disco. When you say death of a bachelor, I say, meh. I don't know. I mean, it was okay. Oh, and by the way, emo bands, name your song something meaningful. It's not cute. It's stupid. All right, CJ. <laughs> you mean, you mean right, Metro, yeah. Metro City's Shake It isn't a good enough song? I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh uh, man! Yeah, no, I kind of, I pretty much agree with you know, both of them. You know, see, Joe, it's like I, you know, I think if I listen to more of it, then you know, I might be able to get into it because, you know, it wasn't like horrible. You know, it's just I didn't think that album was you know good. You know, just like just not yeah, just not to me. To me, you know, but yeah, but it seems like the stuff like, all right, if I listen to more stuff, more of it, you know, maybe I can get into it later. Just, I, you know, that, yeah, that album's not the, uh, that's not the one, it's not the joint. All right, uh, actually, CJ's on you. Oh, shit, son. All right, now the album I've heard was All Eyes, all Eyes on Me by Tupac. Now, yeah, and that's including both books. Now, without going into too much detail, um, junior high school, I was, well, obviously I was a weird kid, uh, but but also very, very angry. Mm-hmm. You know? I, yeah. And then I, yeah, yeah, I'm not the nice, happy-go-lucky happy go person I am today. No. You know, 
I hated Denver, everybody. I wanted to fight a lot. No, and I the idea of punching damn near anyone in the face, including no, including my teachers, was yeah, yeah. That was just my thing. That was, that's what that's what I wanted to do all the, do you the time. Need, do you need Hated some help, my friend? No, hey, no. This is junior high school. No, the thing is, there were other things going on in my life. You know, I was say when I go into much detail, there were lots of other things going on in my life that you know was just compounding on top of each other, and things were just going bad. You know, yeah. So like, you know, like most kids, I listen to music a lot. You know, and try to escape. But like, you know, all I was gonna be fucking Tupac. That was the that was the one thing I actually listened to like on repeat all the way through, over and over. You know, and that, you know, that kept me sane. Like no matter what was going on, fucking Tupac was always there for me. You know? I know for some people, the you know some people the lyrics are a little, you know, a little drastic and stuff. But, you know, I actually understood. Yeah, I actually understood it. You know, I understood it. Felt it. You know, you know, it. You know, it made sense to me. You know, and you know, like there, there. You know, like other people felt certain ways about things. You know, like I did. You know, and you know, people like had like sometimes worse lives than me. You know, places and can survive. You know, yeah, I was. I was just down with that. I can vibe with it. You know, no matter what, I was at Tupac. All right, uh, Joe's on you. So I listened to this album uh, this week for the very first time ever. Yes, that's right. I just never got into Tupac. I mean, uh, there's people I know who haven't seen Caddyshack either, for example. It just passed them by and they never got there. But, okay, so first of all, um, in case you had noticed, I am am very white. So this is not... This is not where I'm going for my music. In the mid '90s, and very old, I, I was getting yeah. In the mid '90s, I was getting married for the second time already. Like I was fuck. I was Beck, man. I, I was not, I Wilco. I did not know that, Joe. Holy shit. I was REM. Mm-hmm. That that was yeah. that was me. That was great, I just, Joe. I just never found it, and I have to say now, especially knowing what I know, I do like it. I don't know if it will ever qualify as one of my favorite albums ever, but. Uh, it just missed me, is all. So I'm going to say um, I'm going to grade it incomplete. Oh. All right. Uh, that's, yeah, that's not bad, though. All right, Evans, will you? Okay. Um, first off, I, I'm one of those people who thinks Tupac's still alive somewhere. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm just being uh, honest. Um, realistically, I know he's probably not, but I always wanted to think that him and Biggie just always like, hope. Fuck everybody and went off and like started a whole thing together, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But I will say this, CJ. This is the greatest half of an album. Um, if you look at book one versus book two, book two only, me personally, and most people who I, who I would talk to who listen to Tupac, um, on book two, there's only two songs that I can really remember without hearing them off the top of my head, and that's Wonder Why They Call You Bitch and All Lies On Me. Uh, but if you look at the first book, the first book is where this album fucking hits. You got Ambitions as a Writer, How Do You Want It, Two of America's Most Wanted, uh, California Love, I Ain't Mad At You. Those are fucking, when you think of Tupac, those are some of those hits that come out for Tupac. Um, but with that being said, for me, book one heavily outweighs book two. So it's hard for me to call it a perfect album because I can listen to book one straight, even though there are some songs in there in book one I don't know off the top of my head. 
I could listen to book one straight because I know at the beginning, at the middle, and at the end, there's a banger in there. But then I switch over to book two, and you'll, you'll hear Wonder Why They Call You Bitch, which is at the top of the list. Uh, but then I have to wait like six or seven songs before I hear All Eyes on Me. And then after that, I won't hear another song that I, I know off the top of my head for the end of the album. So it's hard for me to call it a perfect, it's a solid album. It's a, it's a perfect, I'd say a perfect half album. But unfortunately to be a perfect album in my eyes, both books would have to come with equal fire. Which is obviously why we threw out greatest hits albums because then it would just be nonstop fucking bangers. But, bangers, <laughs> like, yeah. But un- unfortunately, with Tupac, I feel you. Though. I feel you. Um, now, how many how many studio albums did Tupac have? Oh, uh, was it three? Uh, no, he had way more than that. No, I think it was uh, no. I think he had. I think he had eight, and then like two more post mortem. Yeah. Well, listen. He, he, he listen for some reason. Well, after death, he he keep like doing albums. Like, That's like, why he's still alive. But no, anyways. So that, with that being said, uh, all eyes on me for me is the top of the mountain for Tupac. Tupac is great, and he has other songs that are good on other albums, but he doesn't have another single album that brings as much fire as what all eyes on me does. Unfortunately, it's just it's hard to have. Rap is one of the harder things, I think, to have a perfect album because nowadays so many rap albums have interludes, phone calls, stuff like that that aren't considered songs. But they play a part, you know, they play a part in the song to come. Yeah, but where did this shit came from? Yeah, but it's it's hard to do that and keep a lot of people interested. You see what I'm saying? So it's yeah. it's not a, it's not a bad it's not a bad album by any means. Tupac is one of the best rappers to ever do, in my opinion. But it's just not perfect. All right, so I'm uh, I'm next. Uh, I I love Tupac. I love Tupac music. I listen to damn near all his albums. Um, all eyes All eyes on me is the album you go to for publicity of Tupac. Um, and I don't think me personally, and I'm again call me weird, but me personally, I don't think All Eyes on Me was his best album. Me personally. Uh, uh, I really, really loved um, Me Against the World. Uh, that album right there is amazing. With all the tracks, especially Dear Mama. I love Dear Mama, The Passion. Um, uh, me Against the World was a, a, a great album. Uh, I thought it was better than All Outs For Me. Um, we're talking about perfect albums, though. And you have, like, to have two books... The perfect album you need, like Evan said, you need to go from track one to the last track, and literally, it's too many fucking songs to be the perfect album because not all of them songs are bangers. Not all, not all of them songs you can listen to straight through. No, no, you can probably, and sometimes I can. But if I give it to some random person, like Let's listen, to so our trick through both books, they're going, it's going to die off. Plus, I'm not going to lie to you. I don't think I don't even think this is the best two book album, like two CD album. Because if anybody uh, um, remember Speaker Box Love Below, Speaker Box Love Below, of right. amazing goddamn two book album. I thought personally, Speaker Box Love Below was better. Uh, was better. It's a good album. Um, but the, but that's what I'm saying though. To be to be a perfect album, you need to. Like, like literally go through track one to track well, well in this case track 100 
Uh, Joe, Joe, your next album. My album is an actual album that came out when albums were albums on album vinyl. And they were vinyl. They were album. So if you wanted to get crazy, you could play Psych 2 first. Yeah. Um, This is the best album when you're high and when you're not. Damn, I was going to say that. There are so few. I was so going to jump on that. (laughs) There are so few albums that work for both. And it was an actual album. And it had a black cover and a prism. And it's Dark Side of the Moon by Pink Floyd. So if you wanted to get crazy, you could even just put side two on first and play money and really get things going. And then when everybody's passed out from being high, time would come on with all the alarms and they'd wake everybody up again. Plus, it's actually a story, like an old school concept album. There's themes. There's life and death. There's the price of fame. There's what is it to have everything you want and be unfulfilled and all of those things. Plus, did I mention it's a really great album if you're high? (laughs) And it's nine tight songs. And it was on the album charts for over 18 years. 18 years. Smoke right. weed every day. Okay. So you said nine tracks? It is. The track listing I'm showing right now is 10. Um, they're probably listing the first, the first, because the first one has a slash title. Um, oh, yeah, because it lists breathe, Speak to Me speak as to me and breathe a and... minute, 13 seconds, and then it, yeah. it lists them as two separate tracks. Okay, Most, that's yeah. where the confusion is. Um, yeah. I'll be 100% honest with you. I was not the biggest Pink Floyd fan. Um. I heard The Wall like everyone does. And then I heard Wish You Were Here, and I was like, they're just not doing it for me. I look at The Dark Side of the Moon. Now, I, re- I realize that people say Dark Side of the Moon is a fantastic album. Um, I couldn't get into it, unfortunately. Maybe that's because I'm from a different time where we're not worried about, you know, the psychedelic tripping as much as people who, you know, during the 70s, that's what it was all about, you know, getting fucking gone and, and you know, all that shit. We don't do that anymore. Hey, no, people people do dumb (laughs) shit nowadays. But regardless, um, I just, I I wasn't into it, unfortunately. And I can't sit, like, I'm looking at the track list and I was like, I don't know, a single fucking song. Um, So unfortunately for me, it's just, if I was going to pick the better Pink Floyd album, it, it would either be The Wall or Wish You Were Here. But that's just my bias of not being the biggest Pink Floyd fan in the world as well. Um, plus it's hard for me to, you know, get into Pink Floyd when I was such a big fan of Queen. So, but they're two different, it's same time frame, two different bands, uh, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. Uh, I'm gonna go, um, this wasn't a bad album. It really wasn't. Uh, Joe, you did the whole Eminem thing. We talked about yourself. So nobody could talk about you, talk, talk, talk about it. Uh, Cause literally you have to be extremely high, not extremely, not extremely high, but you have to be some type of high, uh, listen to this album. Um, uh, I listened to this album uh, when everybody told me what, what their picks were. I was like, all right, it's not bad. Uh, without being high, I do like um, uh, Us and Them, the track Us and Them. Uh, I love that track actually. Um, I was like, no. uh, however, I, I, I'm not going to incriminate myself, but I may or, and may or may not be intoxicated and, and listen to this again. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's fucking fantastic. Uh, however, I don't want to get intoxicated uh, to listen to 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 vibe out to a song. 
I need an album to like mellow me out or give me something like some passions. I need um I, I don't want to be high to just to feel something. Uh so so yeah, so that that's my only it's like I said, it's not a bad album. Um uh actually um uh, beside my album is probably the, the album I would have picked if anything. Um but yeah, it's just not I I I, I don't want to be seeing uh, flying pigs with with unicorns to, to, to enjoy this to enjoy this uh to enjoy this album. All right, all right, TJ's on you. All right, honestly, I think you need to, you either need to be a moody teenager or on drugs to fucking you know to actually sit and listen to this whole motherfucking thing. Shit, nowadays they're the same thing. Yeah, for for real. Yeah, no, you got to be angsty as shit to fucking listen to this all the way through. No, yeah, no. If you catch if you catch someone sober, try listening to this whole album. You should probably give some help. I need to press the shit. Uh, yeah, that, no, that no, that's the vibe I get. From this and like, you know, I, I imagine I imagine that listening to this shit on repeat over and over again is what created emo kids in the first place. Uh, I'm just saying, it's no, it's, it's weird and depressing if you're not high. This this album literally reminds me if you ever watched that '70s show. Literally, yes. every time they went to the circle. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every time they went to the circle, the that's what reminds me. All right, so uh, I'm golden and I'm last. Uh, and again, uh, surprise! I have honorable mentions. Um, there are there are a lot of perfect albums that I love and I can listen to from front to back. Uh, and I want to say one is the Year of the Gentleman by Neo. Uh, it's it's amazing. Year of the Gentleman by Neo is a fucking fantastic song. It has my third favorite song of all time on it. It's Stop This World. It's the last song on the album. It's, a, it's an amazing album. Uh, Evan, you said there's not really a lot of perfect uh, rap, rap albums. People, people may hate me for saying this, but Get Rich or Die Trying uh, by 50 Cent when I was younger from that coin to the last That's album. That's the first one, right? The first one. The very, very first one. All right. Uh, yeah, the first one was a good one. Yeah, the first one was a good one. Joe's going like this one. Confessions. Confessions was a, 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 a perfect album. Usher? Yeah, by Usher. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. uh, my pick my pick before I changed my pick, uh, Damn. By, by, and you and I can go back and forth on the whole damn versus the pimp of butterfly. Better. Oh, no, damn, no, 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 no. However... You got to be out of your damn mind. Damn. <laughs> if you don't pick, if this is not the, the perfect, all perfect albums, and that's Thriller by Michael Jackson. Thriller by Michael Jackson is the most perfect album from track one to the last track. Even the last track, because the last track is the most, um, not the most um, knowledgeable track. But You're it's talking still, about The Lady in My Life? The Lady in My Life. Yeah. It's, still, it's still a fantastic a, a fantastic uh, song. Uh, it has Thriller, Wanna Be Starting Something, the girl, the girl Is Mine with, with Paul McCartney, Thriller, Beat It, Billie Jean, Human Nature, and PYT. The, the, the only two songs people don't, that, that people might not know is Baby Me Mine and Lady My Life. And those two songs are still uh, amazing fucking songs. 
interesting thing. I believe almost all those songs are on his greatest hits album. As well. <laughs> the, 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 this is probably a great <laughs> yeah, greatest hits album is just Thriller <laughs> and like three other songs. Yeah, this is probably a greatest hits album. Uh, that's not called a greatest hits album. This is amazing. <laughs> Listen, don't matter what you think about his personal life or what you think he did, this song, this album is fucking amazing. Just, just worry about the album. No, I don't care what way he may or may have done. This album is amazing. You can't find a bad song on this album. And every song on this album besides two is very popular. If, if I go down the street right now and ask somebody to sing Beat It or, or Furler or This Girl of Mine or, or whatever, they probably know most of the lyrics or most of all the lyrics, even the little kids. Like This is a timeless album. All right. With that being said, CJ, you first. All right. I'll go like this. Uh, I think this is Michael Jackson's best. Not only is it Michael Jackson's best album that he put out, no, I think this is literally one of the greatest albums of all time. And honestly, I can't fuck with it. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I love you so, Michael Jackson. I used, to, I used to bump like Thriller and Dangerous. Yeah, Dangerous is under Yeah, I, I can't. So, so, yeah, so, I, I, so, so history. I can't fuck with this one. His history. History, yeah. His uh, story. Yeah. All right, uh, Joe, it's on you. I mean, same thing. 66 million copies or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I yeah. And it is still fantastic. Like, pop music is usually disposable and of a time, but it it still hits all the right notes. And the fact that they went back and um, remixed those songs for like a week each, apparently, because they didn't like the original with him and Quincy Jones. Um, it's, yeah, it's just amazing. So I, I, I'm going to give it the, uh, damn, I wish I'd gotten there first. So, so here's the thing. So I, I talked to uh, David Foster, who runs the Matt Poker League in, in Portland, Oregon. So, we uh so, so we, we were talking about uh about, about this and I said damn but then he said I, I'm surprised you picked Michael Jackson and I was like what the fuck is wrong with me I didn't pick Thriller oh my god <laughs> I was like like what uh, listen so as soon as so he said that I I I wrote y'all like listen I'm taking my answer <laughs> I'm taking my answer to Thriller because yeah. there's nothing I can do about that Thriller is fucking amazing. No, yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was mad as shit. <laughs> like, why the fuck did I not pick that? <laughs> uh, that's just the most amazing album. Uh, Evans, you? The the one knock I have against Thriller is it has two songs that I can't stand, and it's the only two songs you said people might not know: uh, "Lady of My Life" and um, "Baby Be Mine." The other knock that I have, because I actually have two knocks. Whatever, fuck, knock, knock. You can't have one without the other. Uh, is it does not have my favorite Michael Jackson song on it. And I get that my favorite Michael Jackson song came a little bit later. So it's, it's a different, it's a different point in his career. Um, it, it's a solid album. It's his best album. Um, but I just think it's missing a couple things, you know, what song? Uh, my, my personal favorite, uh, Michael Jackson song. Is they don't really care. No, they don't really care about us. Uh, Actually, actually, so fucking we, great song. We we will be doing the best Michael Jackson song one 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 of these days. The thing about Michael Jackson is his music stands the test of time. Mm-hmm. Um, personal issues aside, he was the king of pop. 
And it seems like every generation comes a time where they argue who is this generation's Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times, some people, like for, for, for people my age nowadays, and I might speak for not everybody, obviously, but Chris Brown was up there in terms of his ability to sing and dance. Justin Timberlake for his ability to sing songs and do stuff was up there. So when people are constantly getting compared to Michael Jackson, it's hard to knock anything Michael Jackson does professionally. Now, we all know Michael Jackson had a crazy side life. Um, but in terms of a perfect album, this is as close as you can get. It's two songs off, personally, because there's nothing in my power that would stop me from skipping those two songs to get to the next song or just turn the album off or restart it. Um, because you have to look at it. It starts hard. Want to be started something. And then all of a sudden it leads into Baby Be Mine. And you're like, fuck it. I could be listening to The Girl Is Mine right now. Skip. <laughs> And then all of a sudden you run through the second track, the second side, you got, you start off with arguably one of his best songs ever and beat it. Then you got Billie Jean. Human nature is for me, it's hit or miss, but it's more hit than miss. And then PYT. Wait, what? Who would say uh, human nature is miss? Human nature is a fucking great song. <laughs> don't, don't disrespect human nature like that. Don't, uh, don't disrespect human nature like that. Anyways, and uh-huh. you go from human nature to PYT. And I think PYT would have been the perfect song to end on. If you were to replace the lady in my life and baby be mine with, with uh, remember the time, smooth criminal, uh, black or white, any of those songs would have made it a complete perfect album for me. But those two songs just throw it off for me. All right. With that being said, that's the end of our show. Um, so say goodbye, friends. Uh, once again, my See name is Evan Hamataki. I'm no closer to uh, good weight than I am bad weight. <laughs> this is your boy CJ, a.k.a. Beautiful Brown Ass. I just want brown sugar. That's all. <laughs> <laughs>